What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back into the 610 Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, back here on this Friday evening discussing Penn State football as they take on the Maryland Terrapins tomorrow at 3.30 on Fox. A road game for Penn State. Um, a, a test at SECU Stadium to see if this offense on the road can finally get things going. Um, that's been the story for me. Anytime Penn State uh, is on the road, it's it's not necessarily, you know, well, can they, you know, can they get a, a double-digit win that I think a lot of people, you know, have been expecting. For me, it's how will the offense come out early on against um, these road teams? You know, uh, n- number 11th now in the country, Penn State, as the CFP polls came out. More on that in a little bit. But um, Penn State, yeah, I mean, 2-1 and one on the road thus far. And in each one of these games, you know, offensively, I think one of the biggest issues Penn State has struggled, and it's something that I didn't think that we'd see this season um, out of Penn State, but on the ground, it seems like they're struggling to really, you know, get a staple going on the ground and, and really get that going early to get the pass game flowing. I think against Ohio State, you know, obviously they struggled moving the ball, um, and that was a, uh, a big issue both on the ground and through the air, more specifically and noted through the air. Um, but you know, their ground game is what they really focus on. That's their bread and butter. That's what they hone in on doing. And if they can't get that going, even the slightest, the pass game won't be there. 49 rushing yards on the ground against Ohio state, um, against Illinois, it was 164, I believe. And against Northwestern 134. So not terrible, but definitely something that if you want to get the passing game going, they have to get, you know, that run game going even even more. And I think specifically, they need to target one running back and say, okay, Nicholas Singleton's getting it going for us. We're going to run it to him. All right, Katron Allen is our workhorse thus far. We're going to feed him the ball. You know, I think some of the times they get uh, caught in being a little too, a little too cute maybe or just being, you know, a, a little too... Um, I don't want to say greedy, but, you know, a little too democratic about how they're trying to get this done. I mean, you know, get it to the to the right back, you know, the guy that's giving you the uh, the touches, the guy that's really, you know, early on, you're seeing he's got that wiggle and he's got it on that given day and, and give him that rock. I mean, you know, let's not have this be, uh, you know, well, we want to we want to make sure we're splitting carries. Let's get it to one guy and get them going. I mean, come on. This is, again, the bread and butter of this team is supposed to be the ground game, and that just hasn't been the case um, on the road, specifically on the road. At home, they can uh, they can get it going on the ground um, as better as well as anyone, I think, you know, in the country. But once they get, you know, away from the, uh, from the friendly confines of Beaver Stadium, the offense struggles. Against Northwestern, I will say, 81 rushing yards for Nicholas Singleton to Allen's 27. That was 21 carries for Singleton, only six for Allen. If that can be the way that Penn State gets this, 
you know, gets this attack moving, gets this offense going, that's fine by me. You know, whatever it takes, in my opinion, whatever it takes to get the ball uh, moving. Because really don't want to continue to see, you know, Penn State um, struggle coming out. And tomorrow on the road at Maryland, you know, that's going to be a team that, uh, that Penn State's going to be um, you know, going into, and uh, there's been a bit of a rivalry there throughout the last couple of years. Um, I mean, typically because Maryland and Penn State recruit pretty close, but specifically between the uh, the two teams, you know, you always see it. You see it sometimes as being uh, a battle there early on, and a lot of times what. They will try and do them being uh, Maryland is they always try and get in Penn State's head. They always try and do some stuff after the whistle. They're going to be jawing with Penn State. You know, you're going to see it probably about two or three times tomorrow early on. Maryland's going to try and get Penn State out of its game. Um, that's just the way they are for whatever reason, and uh, hopefully that doesn't that doesn't happen um, tomorrow. But you know, Penn State. Uh, I don't have an injury report thus far, so I'm a little in the dark here on on who is and who isn't hurt um, for them coming into this game. Uh, hopefully, we'll see Chop Robinson back. Um, you know, I really need to see Chop Robinson back uh, where that's concerned. Hopefully, we'll also see Smith Vilbert back. Um, you know, and and they can get things going. Uh, with the defensive line and hopefully the defense is just better they're more they're ready to go i mean i really thought that uh you know last week was a poor performance by the defense on two long plays hopefully they've got that fixed manny diaz has gotten that fixed i mean you know i as i talked about it there are certain times whenever penn state loses these big games like they did against ohio state you'll start to see the defense dip you know obviously you don't want to see that happen moving forward and tomorrow will be a great game to really get back um and get things going there but maryland you know just speaking more on this rivalry maryland is like you know you got michigan obviously that's a rivalry game and then ohio state's always the team that you know you have um you know that, that you always highlight that you want to beat and then there's michigan state that's you know been a, a historical rivalry but i gotta tell you maryland over the last 10 years has turned into a pretty uh, pr- pretty big rivalry, at least in my eyes. I mean, they always try, you know, dating back to 2014 when they wouldn't shake hands, uh, and then 2016 when they took out big Joey Julius, for those of you that remember that, and Nick Scott went out and, and clocked their punt returner, and then they took exception to that big hit, and then, you know, I mean, it goes on and on. They always start stuff after the whistle. Um, it's uh, it's it's a very uh, it, it's a it's one of those rivalries that I don't think you really you know take note of, but you know it's there. Um, and when I say take note of, I mean I don't think in the time it's like oh yeah you know it's just Maryland, but you know Mar- Maryland they always tend to come out with for whatever reason, um, a purpose against Penn State. Like I said, I think it's because we're pretty close. I think they've kind of identified Penn State as, you know, okay, that's the team 
that uh, you know we're we got to make our big rivalry. Um, so I think that's just where that's concerned. You know, that's the that's the case as to why they always tend to you know go toe to toe. James Franklin was there you know, wide receivers coach and uh, run game coordinator in the early 2000s then came back as the assistant head coach and the quarters, quarterbacks coach. So he, he knows, you know, and I think the Maryland fan base as well knows that, um, and they always identify that. And, and um, you know, their head coach, Mike, Locks, Mike uh, Loxley, you know, knows Franklin pretty well. Um you know, from the time that they spent together, he was, uh, you know, at uh, at Maryland with him as well. So that's just kind of the the way this rivalry has worked out. That's, you know, the reason being for the for such a a uh, a rivalry there and and the low key rivalry. I mean, it's not one of those that like oh college game days coming to. It's nothing like that. But it's it's gotten chippy throughout the years. So. For Penn State, I think mainly they just need to come out and play their game. I mean, I hope the offense and the offensive line can create holes and they can get something going for Allen and Singleton, and then defensively they can come back after last week's tough game and get things going. Now, I want to, before we wrap things up here, talk about the CFP polls. Because Penn State being at 11, you know, I mean, I get it. It it makes sense that they're going to be, you know, further down in this uh as we get the polls pollsters you know in that college football playoff ranking coming out i mean Ole miss um oklahoma and alabama texas and oregon all seven and one teams ahead of penn state penn state um is the they have missouri and louisville behind them as the only two seven and one teams so penn state in the ap they're at nine and Oklahoma and Ole Miss are over them in the CFP. Interesting. Um, but, you know, looking at it ahead, and I just wanted to, to put this out there, I don't understand how Ohio State can be number one. That makes no sense to me. Ohio State has been a, you know, undefeated team thus far, yes. But have they really looked that good? I mean, come on, this is ridiculous. I mean, there should be no reason why Ohio State's number one. In my opinion, one through five, Georgia's one, you know, give me Michigan two, Florida State or Ohio State three. Actually, no, excuse me, give me Washington three, uh, Florida State four, and Ohio State five. I don't think Ohio State is number one. Um, I think most fans would agree with me that aren't Ohio State fans that there is no way that they're number the number one team in the country. So I just had to get that out of the way. But yeah, tomorrow, hopefully we get to watch a Penn State win. I'm looking forward to seeing how they improve on those on those uh, things, and hopefully they can get it done. But anyways, that's going to do it for me here on the Six One Zero Podcast. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Be back on tomorrow discussing Penn State. Uh, in their game against Maryland. Fingers crossed we're back talking a win. And um, also we'll be previewing the Eagles tomorrow and getting to game one of the the NBA in-season tournament as well for the 76ers as they take on the Suns. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, I'll talk to you next time.